welcome to Beyond the Press Release or production of Gorkong, where we take the time to speak of small cap executives after they put out big news. I don't even know what to call this news. It's so big because the company put out its Q3 and numbers for the first nine months of the fiscal year. It's data metric straight to the TSX venture, the stock symbol DM, and for our friends of the US, DTMXF, and even for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under, under D4G. With us, Marshall Gunter, CEO of the company. In case you don't know about the company because you saw the massive headlines. Here's all you need to know. Datametrics AI has the rare benefit uh, that most small cap companies only dream of. And that's having not one, but two successful independent divisions that are each capable of being a company maker on their own. The first division is their artificial intelligence driven. Uh, it's way beyond social media monitoring discovery now, uh, but their AI side has got government clients, South Korean conglomerates, you name it, unbelievable client base uh, with big contract wins over there. In fact, just, just recently over the last couple of months, a $950,000 contract with Samsung, Shinhan Financial, and Latte, the big South Korean conglomerate. Another $750,000 contract with Latte and Shinhan Financial, unbelievable. And then the second division is a COVID-19 test kit distribution side that has signed multiple uh, multi-million dollar COVID-19 test kit supply agreements. What does that all translate into? Let me just give you highlights of the numbers here. Uh, Q3 revenues, $10.82 million. Uh, for nine months, gross revenue, $40.3 million, up 430%. Gross profit, uh, $19.3 million, up 724%. These aren't typos, and you're not hearing it wrong. EBITDA, $13.67 million up over a thousand percent. I can go on and on, but let's get the man himself to talk about it. Marshall, congratulations. Welcome back, my friend. Glad to be here, George. Thanks for having me. Um, I got the Q3 numbers and I got the nine month numbers in front of me and the Q3 numbers on their own are spectacular. Uh, revenue up 123%, gross profit 160, EBITDA 404%. I mean, there's a small cap company in the world that doesn't want that. And normally we would talk about that, but the, the nine month numbers, you know, you've got adjusted EBITDA 44,000% to $16.9 million. A mm -hmm. uh, thousand, over a thousand percent of EBITDA, like I said, 725% on gross profit. Is Do we even talk or do we just sit here for 10 minutes and look at each other and just repeat these numbers over again because the numbers just speak for themselves? Well, the numbers do speak for themselves, George. So, but we are super happy with us uh, here at Datametrics. Um, as you said, our you know year over year and our quarter over quarter um, from last year is way up, and we're super happy with that. Um, and we're also super happy that a lot of this revenue is starting to diversify. Um, and that's one of the big points here that you know I, I wanted to to point out. You know, I think you hit all the the highlights and all this. And this is you know for me. This one is particularly special. Let me tell you why is, uh, you know, I believe, you know, this is a good turning the corner <laughs> type moment for us because for so long, you know, we were down and, you know, there wasn't a lot of faith and people didn't think we could do it. And, you know, now we're coming back and we're making money and we're not just making a little bit of money. Now we're making a lot of money. It's a and, boatload. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to, when we start looking just in general, you know, I start seeing spreads and stat blocks and, you know, all these other numbers and, you know, 
year ago, year and a half ago, everything had lovely parentheses around it everywhere. So it was all negative. And now that's not the case. And yep, like EBITDA sense. was a $1.49 million loss for the nine yeah. months for the same time. And now it's a 13.67, now it's at 13.67 million. I mean, how do you attribute that kind of a turnaround, Marshall? So talk to us about the diversity and the revenue, you know, maybe some of the, I know, I don't think you've broken it out, but maybe give us a, an idea about how each of the divisions are doing, because these are just spectacular numbers. Well, uh, I attribute it to the hard work of our staff. Um, just to be honest, um, they have worked extraordinarily hard to turn this around. And, you know, the results are there. Like, I don't have to tout, you know, how well they've done and all this. And look at the numbers yourself. They're right there. Um, you can see it for yourself. Now, as far as the breakdowns are concerned, obviously, we're still seeing a lot of COVID revenue. Uh, and, you know, we're going to continue with that until it's done. But what we are seeing here is a lot more on the AI side. So we're starting to attract a lot more attention. And, you know, one thing, you know, we talked about here previously that I want to bring up it's a little bit off that's not in this particular press release, but it was in a previous one is we've decided to jump into one more vertical. Uh, and that was the electric vehicle market. So, you know, previously, you know, we talked about AI. We have, we had three main verticals we were in. First vertical, you know, was with the government. Okay. And that's the, the stuff, the work we've done, you know, with our AI that we've moved over to say Samsung and Latte and, you know, other groups that are using that artificial intelligence, right? So all that work that we've done with the government that we've then put into the private sector, that's vertical one. Vertical two, we started off, in, you know, with some telemedicine, medical that we're working on now. Uh, I'll go over a few updates with that in just a second. And then the third vertical, you know, was with Shinham Financial Group. But we're starting to get a lot of attention over there. So you know, people are starting to see what our tech can actually do as these programs are rolling out. And so we And what is it doing, Marshall, by the way, in layman 10 seconds, what have you done, for example, in South Korea that's really turning heads and, and getting attention for it? Well, the one, I guess if you want to say the one, there's probably two things, okay? So at layman's terms, thousand kilometer view, number one is our discovery engines. And that's a big deal as that's, that was the main focus of the AI for a very long time. So what does this mean? You know, with most people, um, all right, let me take one step back. Let me try to explain this in layman's terms in just a minute. Our AI works on unstructured text for the most part. So that means uh, stuff that you can't predict what it's going to say. So just to, so everybody knows what this means, structured data or structured text is going to take a form that we know. So if I send you a survey and you can only answer, say, one, two, three, four, or five, I know the answer is going to be one, two, three, four, or five. There's not going to be a six. There's not going to be a 12. There's not going to be a negative three. We don't have to worry about any of that. Unstructured data, you have no idea what you're going to get. So if I, you know, ask you, what is your opinion on cheeseburgers, George? I have no idea what you're going to say. Right, right. You know, you could you know, be vegetarian and say, I hate cheeseburgers. Or you could just be like, you know what? I ate three for lunch. I love them. Um, I have no idea, but that's what unstructured text is. We don't know what's coming. So think, you know, email. And that's got to be the harder side of the two, clearly. It's a lot more difficult and it's a lot more prevalent. So, I mean, just boot up the internet. That, <laughs> that is all the unstructured text man has ever produced all in one spot, right? So, and it's a lot. 
But what we do with that unstructured stuff is we're able to do what's called discovery. Now, that's a big deal. Discovery is finding the things that you don't know are there. So monitoring is one thing. So we can monitor social media and we do that. We can monitor normal media. But with monitoring, we kind of know what we're looking for. Like, what are we looking, you know, we're going to monitor right. for X or we're going to monitor for Y. With discovery, we can find things that you haven't even thought about yet and say, look, you need to be looking at this right now because this is going to blow up in like a week and you're not going to be prepared for it. The or, unknown, you know, unknown, you know, we always hear unknown, about unknowns. that. Exactly. Um, and so our ability to do that type of discovery is super important and the ability to apply it to different, you know, areas such as like, say, with Samsung with email or, you know, with internal communications, whether it's messaging, email, um, you know, internal documentation, these types of things, Though that discovery portions are really setting, you know, setting us up and people are starting to take notice because they'll say like a, a real world example is you know, you go in and I'm not, I'm, I'm going to keep the names out of this because of contractual reasons, but like you want to, um, you know, you want to purchase some, I don't know, some, some stuff at the, um, uh, the convenience store. Widgets. Said, yeah, just, we're going to buy some widgets, but with our AI and that discovery engine, um, you know, those predictive algorithms become five times as accurate. Okay. Because, those discovery algorithms allow you to throw things in there that people weren't even thinking about. So you don't just have, you know, if somebody buys milk, they're probably going to buy cereal. Okay. Got it. You know, they can find out, Oh, they bought this particular brand of milk and they did, and they talked about this other stuff on social media. Therefore they're going to buy a chocolate bar. And you had no idea about that. So these are, that's one of the pieces that's, that's really starting to get noticed out there. And because of this, you know, we're able to work in a ton of different verticals because that discovery portion of things is not just limited to say, you know, government work. I mean, we can discover in any set of data we've got. And so that's, what's bringing a lot of the, a lot of the attention around. Now, the second thing that's bringing a lot of attention around is what we call time to insight. And this is a big, big deal too. So one, uh, another giant portion of the tech allows you to take large amounts of documentation and stuff and kind of boil it down to summaries and, you know, who's doing what. And this, for an analyst, takes, depending on how many documents they've got to go through, can take days. Well, Agoracom could use that. You know, we bring on a new <laughs> client, no, literally, and yeah. you know, we got to go through their website, their financials, everything kind of yeah. boil all that down to a great summary of what's important and what's not. Hell, sign yeah. us up for that one. Yeah. So, well, our AI does that. And this is important, especially this was important in the public sector because that time to insight is, is everything. Like the faster I can make a, a well-informed decision in those fields, the better off I'm going to be. Now we have proven in our tech that we've taken problems that generally took eight to 10 hours and we're solving them in a matter of minutes now because it's so fast. And like we can consume a million documents produce summaries, hand it over to the analyst. And the analyst is like, oh, this is what, this is the important information. They're there, there. And this, you know, the AI can read all those documents in seconds, whereas- Unbelievable. Yeah, nobody else could do that. And the financial sector, I'm sure there's a huge need for that. Well, With yeah. With Shin Han and, and these guys in South Korea. 
Exactly. And that's where this stuff has come up, because not only is it finding these types of things that are important, discovering things that are there, making data more actionable, but it also allows you to do things, you know, a lot of error checking, a lot less error. So like that analyst who's going through 100,000 documents bound to make, pro, you know, bound to, you know, write something down wrong, they're going to get tired, they're going to have, you know, problems like this human problems. Whereas the computer, yeah, we experienced that. that. We we actually experienced yeah. that on our end. Someone's got to go through all of that, right? It, that this yeah. just magically happens. So I can only imagine for this massive conglomerate customers, it's a major mm -hmm. problem. And if you can fix that, they're going to pay your king's ransom. Well, yeah, and not only that, but it can be applied across all kinds of different different verticals, and that's what we're seeing. So. You know, the one vertical I was getting at and, you know, we had ventured into two more, but we're going to get into a th an additional, you know, third in addition to our core uh, is electric vehicles. Now, and, and by the way, I'm going to stop there for a second. Yeah. That kind of comes out of nowhere. So yeah. and I know it's not. So I want you to explain to people because, yeah, you're talking about discovery and, you know, the kind of things you, that, you talk, that you just talked about and then electric vehicle charging platforms. Mm -hmm. No. Where does that how does that help us help us connect that? Okay, so I'm, uh, I can't say a ton about specifics because of competitive edge in some of the NDAs of we've signed. So I'm not, you know, I'm under contractual okay. obligation. Right. Not well, you to did sign away. a million dollar contract. So that's, that's, that says a lot. We did. And this is, again, this is land and expand. Let's take a million bucks. Let's see what we can do with it. And if it works, you know, then what do we do from there? Bang you know, off and running. So these are, these are smartly structured contracts as far as that stuff is concerned. But what you're thinking now, think about it this way though. Like, I, like I said, I can't go into specifics yet. We will be announcing a lot of specifics, you know, as they are becoming more available. So think in the Q1 timeframe, something like that, you know, mid Q1, maybe a little bit later in Q1, uh, as some of this stuff takes on a more um, firm and material shape, we'll have specific information out there but in general i want you to think about it this way you've got a gigantic computer on wheels which is what an electronic you know an electric vehicle is and everybody who's been inside i don't know a tesla knows there's a gigantic computer monitor sitting right there of course. Right? and that controls everything but tesla and you know electric vehicle people aren't just trying to make a car all right they have navigation systems they're they trying to generate data information systems they're generating data like by the bucket load and it's not just them generating the data think about it this way what all goes into the support of a vehicle well okay yeah obviously there's the vehicle then there's all the part manufacturers then there's the, the the propulsion systems then there's the you know the fueling systems safety systems all the companies that provide those like you know so for a car you know the car doesn't pump the gas the car doesn't you know produce the oil um you know in the case of electric vehicles they don't you know build the charging stations in a lot of cases people have those at their homes i mean some do obviously tesla has chargers running around everywhere and things like that but all that infrastructure produces data what can you do with the data well i mean if everything's smart enough and all your um, all your you know your computer systems are working properly and discovery engines are working properly, these things can present to you you know different things you haven't thought of yet, or they can think outside the box on different routes. I mean, the most obvious example of that is say Google Maps. 
Uh, I'm sure all of you, and this is where AI has been applied inside a basic routing thing. So Google took AI and they said, okay, let's apply it to routing. And they did. And they stuck it in maps. And I can't count how many times in my car I said, I want to go here. And it routes me somewhere I've never even thought about. Absolutely. Because all this information is coming together, right, to help me get where I'm going. Because I personally don't know that there's a wreck and then there's four police scanners down here, 12 fire trucks, um, and, you know, and the auto routes closed. <laughs> I have no idea. So in a previous life, I'd have just driven down there and sat in a traffic jam for two hours. You and me, um, you and me both. <laughs> but this, these are the types of things that open those types of doors. And it's going to do nothing but continue, right? And so we are looking, you know, when people bring these ideas to us, you know, we look at the ones we think that, that are going to, you know, that have potential and can work. And that's why we're acting on these. And this one, this is a big one. When we, I personally think EVs are going to be ubiquitous very, you know, within the next couple of decades, like there's not going to be cars on the road. Absolutely. Um, just from a financial standpoint, right? So, so then Marshall, if you're able to be successful at this application that you can't talk about, uh, but obviously you've got such great success that it's credible. It's not like George Comp saying, I'm working on something. Trust me, you no. guys have obviously proven it, uh, your AI on multiple applications that you publicly talked about. But if it works out and if you're able to take that million and achieve your goal, this is a global solution, right? This, I'm assuming this, this is- there's some that can roll out at the very least North America wide, you know, Canada, US, but mm -hmm. it probably can be. So this EV charging uh, platform contract can actually become something really, really big. How long until you know if you're going to be successful at whatever it is you're doing? I love the fact that we can't talk specifically. And by the way, I don't know anything either, right? Um, no, but how long until really you'll say. know? Will it take six months, a year for you, for you guys to figure it out? What do you think? I. Okay, or you can't so, talk about that either, man. No, I can. I, I can definitely speak to this. I just I just want to make sure that we've set the right expectations. So this is only about a week and a half old. <laughs> so two weeks old as far as the contracts and stuff are concerned. Obviously, we we're talking to them prior to that. But then, you know, there's not a lot of work that has you know, like real material work that has gone into this yet. That being said, uh, let's address this. Um, I, I, you said two things. I will address, you know, success metrics. But the first thing I want to address is scale. And that's something that you just hit on. As far as the upside is concerned for us, this is probably one of the bigger ones. All right. As and you know, if we can prove wow. this, um, you know, and we can make meaningful contribution in this area, it's exactly as you said, there's vehicles planet wide, like they're not going anywhere. Uh, our entire society is built around cars. And we're going to have cars, whether they're electric or gas or hybrid or whatever. There's no car. Cars aren't going away anytime soon. Uh, and I don't think of anybody can think of a society without some sort of car transportation. Transportation is here to stay. We're not walking. Exactly. Until the guys from Star Trek come down and we've got the little transporter tube you can step in, you're going to have a car. <laughs> um, and um, <clears throat> so on a scale you know, as scaling is concerned, this is massive. For, and that's one of the reasons we've decided to extend a little further than we were originally planning on and get into this vertical. Now, as far as having, you know, tangible output is concerned, there are going to be, um, there will be tangible output, 
you know, coming out in a you know, four, six week time frame, you know, it's probably right after the holidays is most likely, you know, because I mean, things are going to slow down here over the, you know, after sure. another two or three weeks and everybody goes off, you know, for mid December, stuff like that. It's just call it you know, quits. Yeah. Mid December after that's pretty much a wash till everybody gets back in January. Um, so come that time frame, you know, we'll have a lot more specifics to talking about and we'll be able to, you know, speak uh, more freely about exactly what's going on in there. As far as whether or not we can measure its success, six months, I'd say that's, uh, that's too long. Okay, so that's on great. These short, on these short type, you know, land, expand, prove it, get moving. Um, you know, we want to see something that, that, has potential in you know three months and four months you know something like that and then you know at the six month mark you know two-thirds of the way through we've got everything we know we've got a really good piece that's going to work you know we want to expand upon that and you know that's where it comes in where you know contracts get bigger than a million dollars and then the bigger picture here is that your ai can scale almost to any vertical that's right I mean, you, well, you start off really really specific because you got to start somewhere and prove it with mm -hmm. social media monitoring and discovery, but it just seems like you're really starting to expand your capability. So is it the point when you're just, you're taking what's come through the door or you guys are deciding, hey, we wanna, we wanna work with that, those kind of applications, these kind of verticals? It's definitely the latter. Um, if we took everything that's gone through the door, I don't, we couldn't handle it right now. Um, it's just too much. So we are able to pick and choose. And that's been part of our strategy from the Powerful. beginning. And another one of the things, and I, and I just want to point this out, um, something that you said, all our ability to expand into these verticals, technically, we weren't capable of this 18 months ago, like from a technical standpoint, we couldn't do it, right? Like there, there's been a lot of work under the hood that's been done by our tech teams. And now, you know, the way this works, we're able to deploy, you know, I mean, I could deploy to a phone if I wanted to, right? All the way up to you know gigantic installations out into the cloud so you know i can deploy from very small you know infrastructure all the way up to gigantic installations on amazon microsoft whatever you want to think about or your own cloud and everything in between like you know so you don't have to deploy in somebody else's cloud i can deploy at home for the more technically inclined this basically means we run in container or in container orchestrators now i'm not going to explain that here <laughs> yeah, no, no, not unless everyone wants to get a PhD and hunker down. Yeah, if you want to come hang out with uh with with the computer nerds, we'll be glad to explain it. But like I said, in layman's terms, it means the scalability of our product and our ability to deploy to you know all kinds of different platforms and things has been solved, um, and it works. You know, That's unbelievable. I mean, that is unbelievable that you guys solved that because now you don't have any limits. You you. That's what allows you to pick and choose whatever comes to the door because you know you can do it all. So you're just going to take the stuff that you really want to do and is very, very lucrative. Yeah, like right now, the basic requirements, there's a little bit more to it than this, but sure. I mean, the basic requirements is you have some sort of unstructured data and you've got a timestamp. So, you know, okay, the unstructured data is this. This is when it occurred. Bang, we're off and running. You know, and so if you've got that type of data, we can deal with it. That type of data is everywhere. Like when you fill out, say, I don't know, a medical form. We don't know what's going to be wrong, right? That's unstructured. I have a side pain, my ear hurts. Who knows? Okay. You know, medical field. We've already covered, you know, the EV field. 
Um, personally, the very first application I think that any tech gets is always financial, but that's just my own personal <laughs> a prejudice showing through. As a lot of you guys know, I used to work in the financial tech uh, exclusively. But um, if we can, as humans, if we can make money with it, we're going to. <laughs> um, well, so like this you is, can't change the world if you can't pay the rent. That's the nope. famous saying. So you nope. got you got to make sure you're successful enough so you can go do what you got to do. Yeah, and so unstructured tech in the financial, you know, in fintech, has been around for over a decade. So we know it works there also. And uh, you know, we don't have to prove that. That, like I said, I have over a decade of re, uh, of success stories to to prove that. Um, but yeah, that's really what's driving this. Is, you know, those two things. Discovery, right, is super important. So you know, the unknown unknowns, the ability to find things that you're not looking for you know, this type of thing, um, you know, the scalability uh, that adds in to all that and our ability to work across all those verticals and everything else. That's really what's driving this growth. And, and, and I'm almost speechless as to where that growth can go. And I get, I think you've given us a pretty decent idea just from this conversation. So we don't want to try and, we don't want to try and talk more about that or try and get more info, info that's going to get you in trouble. But the natural discussion then have now flows to when you've got this kind of financial success and this kind of diverse business success, the, the conversations are, are going to be had as opposed to uplisting, to, you, know, you know, maybe breaking up the company into a, a separate operating divisions, things like that. Are you able to touch a little bit upon you know, those conversations, because the financial success alone opens up the door to you guys listening pretty much anywhere with, with respect to the financial side of it. So, you know, what can you tell us about where you guys may or may not be at with those kind of discussions? So th there are a lot of doors open to us you know, right now, and we're in a position finally that we can actually discuss those doors for real and not just hypothetically. So let me give you a few of the things that, you know, we talk about internally and things like that. Um, so obviously there is the continue as we are model, which is let's expand into a few different verticals. Let's build on the ver what we have, keep that going, and then, you know, expand this and see where we can take it. That's number one. Data metrics also has a history, you know, of spinning out companies like, for instance, Graph Blockchain, which is out there. And we own you know, about 10% of somewhere in that neighborhood um, right now. And so there's also, you know, that option is also open to us. Like, say, down the road, if we wanted to spin out one of these companies like Medical or, you know, something like that, we're able to do that also. Now, how all that's structured, who knows? We'll, we'll cross that bridge um, when we get there. But there's another piece that I think is very interesting, too, that I'd like to put out there that you didn't really mention is, is like an AI type of roll up. Is, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Just yeah, there's, um, there's not really good option in the Canadian market, right? Like for this type of thing, at least on a, in a public market. So, so how does the public get involved in stuff like this with AI? Well, you hear about it in the news and all this. Well, how does the average investor get involved? Well, right now, there's, there's not a lot of good ways to do that. Well, we've looked at that also. So how, how can we, you know, take the company to more of a roll up, give people that option and say, look, here's an excellent vehicle for you to invest in. That's us. Here's our track record. Here's what we're doing. You know, we're going to be not the one-stop shop for AI because that's impossible. 
right? But we're going to have a lot of that covered. And if you want to be involved in this type of space, we're going to give you that. You know, we're going to provide that for you. So I, I, do you have you guys started targeting? Have you, have you started that process yet where you maybe you've got someone out there looking for opportunities or is that something oh, that absolutely. you think? Okay. No, no, and how, how does that, that pipeline look? Long time. Okay. So how, 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 that, how would that pipeline look, for example, you know, in terms of quality? I'm not going to ask for size because I think it'd be premature, but, you know, quality. Are you finding George Com AI, you know, a little company out in Ontario somewhere? Okay, that's good. That's great. Yeah, we have found, you know, we are we are constantly on the look for that. And you can see that in our press releases. You know, we're looking for, we're always looking for smaller companies and things like that, that we can bring into our fold. And you know, the goal of something like that is two plus two equals five, right? And so, Obviously. you know, let's plug the holes, let's move it in. We've also have a history of this, you know, let's just move to the COVID side for a minute, like with concierge medical, which we just sold. Um, that was precisely to do what we're talking about right here. Like it provided, we needed what concierge medical had in order to run the COVID business. And we had about two weeks to, to figure it out. And so we acquired them and bang, that's served us very well over the past years, as we talked about earlier with the numbers and the revenue and et cetera. So, you know, we can see the success of that already. On the AI side, we've done a lot of the same thing. So we're constantly looking there. We're in talks, but we don't just look at the little small companies. We do that. We definitively do that. I just want to be clear. But, you know, we've also spoken of other opportunities too. Like, you know, what do we do not just to pick up the, some of the smaller companies, roll some of them up into a, you know, a larger thing that's producing money, but how can we, you know, knock boots with the Lockheed Martins of the world and, you know, things like this Bombardier and these people. And so we, you know, we've you know, talked about that in the past also. So we run the gamut when it comes to the roll-up. Like we're going to go, we're going to look at every option that's out there and then decide where to move. Bottom line is it looks like there's, the tentacles are growing and spreading at the exact same time. You rarely see it in that small cap space, but organically you're growing. Mm -hmm. um, business lines, you're growing, vert you know, verticals, potential roll-ups uh, mm -hmm. are on the table. Um, and clearly potential uplisting and other corporate structures. Uh, but how great is it? I want to end it off. I want to end off with this. Most companies only dream about those, having those options, but, you know, to end off, the quarter is probably higher, but you've got 12.9, I'm going to call it $13 million in cash and Marcos securities. You got it. So you've got a powerful income statement, a powerful balance sheet. You know, how great should data metrics shareholders feel about the fact that you've got all the pieces necessary to do almost what you want to do at will. Well, I'm not going to speak for the entire uh, the entire investor base, but I am going to speak for myself as a shareholder that I am super excited. And uh, <laughs> um, there's a reason I still have all these shares. You know, I believe in this. And to be in the position we are now, to be able to say, I mean, not completely, but to to have choices, to have options, um, to have the capability financially, you know, technically, we've got the right people in now. All that's there and to put ourselves in that position is super exciting you know we're not scraping by just trying to figure out whether you know how to keep the door open how to do this we actually have real meaningful decisions ahead of us and it doesn't look like there's bad ones just to be honest it's just a degree of good <laughs> like you know how what can we do now obviously we can't do everything um you know it, in our company space 13 million dollars is a lot of money um 
but you know, thirteen million dollars is not thirteen billion. So, <laughs> you know, we can do a lot. But, but for a small cap, that's that's pretty. Oh yeah, I'm super and, happy. With and that. by the way, you guys, things are, look look at this because I'm looking at my notes that are in front of me. Things are going so well at Data Metrics. We haven't even discussed that. We'll leave it for now. But that you've been selected to the final round on a forty million dollar AI contract in Canada, and yeah. you're waiting. You're and you're waiting on that. But that's just an example of how great things are going. Yeah, um, absolutely. That DR Marshall and I, 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 as a shareholder as well, I say congratulations to you and the team. We know it's a team effort, that's for sure. But you're the tip of the spear. You're the CEO, mm -hmm. and what you've done in my 24.8 years, because it's going to be 25 years in April 2022. You know, I haven't seen a situation. I really have not seen a company, a small cap company, perform to this level. And and the great part is, you're not a mature company by any means you're just you're still growing ai as an industry as an application is is in its early early first inning mm -hmm. stages so i can't wait to see what's going to happen in 2022 with you no we're we're you're definitely right ai is in its infancy like it's <laughs> if i could put it further back than that i would like it's just you know it's in its thought concept form i mean there's a there's a long way to go but i i just want to point something out and you know and i i do appreciate the compliment don't get me wrong this is a team effort you know there are a lot Absolutely. of people behind the scenes that do tons of work it's not just marshall you know I, andrew you helps me on a daily basis um i couldn't do what we're doing without him um, and then everybody else that's in there from, you know, our executive staff all the way down to everybody that's doing the technical work to the nursing staff, you know, to the drivers and, you know, everybody, the, the, uh, executive assistants, you know, the, I'm trying not to leave anybody out, our accounting team, our QA team, and you know, this has been a group effort and everybody's put in a lot of work and they all believe in it. And, you know, that's why it's working. Marshall, it shows. I mean, uh, numbers don't lie, right? At the end of the day, you don't have to spin this. We could have sat here for 25 minutes and just repeated the numbers over and over <laughs> again. And, you know, the numbers don't lie. But you're the tip of the spear, but yep. a big kudos to your entire team for what you guys done. We could keep going. The great thing about you and I is we love AI, we love tech, and we could keep going for another two hours. Uh, so I'm not trying to end it, but we're at 34 minutes. And, and it's just flown by. Right? Yep. The amazing thing is flown by because this is such an exciting uh, space. And I love the fact that you are giving small cap investors exposure to AI that they otherwise, I don't think they really have uh, right. through, through data metrics. So that's fantastic. Congrats. See you next time, my friend. Thanks, George. To everybody at home, you've been watching or listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Marshall Gunter, the uh, unbelievable CEO of Data Metrics AI, trades in Canada, the stock symbol DM for our friends in the US, DTMXF, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under D4G. For those who are new to the story, because you saw the big headline, two ways to do your due diligence. One, get to the company's profile page on Agoracom. It's AI, multiple divisions, multiple applications, uh, and there's a lot going on. We know that. We've got it broken down really ni nicely for you in summary form for you to wrap your mind around it. And then from there, hop over the data metrics website uh, to do your deep dive due diligence. If you believe the future of artificial intelligence and where you think it's going to take us, do your due diligence. Don't say we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, the video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. 
And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agoracom small cap video.